Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kurt Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for... October the 15th, in the year of our Lord, 2020, this is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law that I am, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide, and absolutely, we're convinced that checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth, and we do so by rejecting revolution, folks. I'm telling you right now, violence is not the answer. I understand the revolution of the founding era was once in a, what, world's existence experience? (laughs) You can't point to other revolutions that have turned out well is what I'm getting at, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Kirk Cosby's with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. You're very welcome. We're going to all the stories Kurt has for today. First off, they call it a backflip, huh, Kurt? Well, yeah, you know, uh, typically this hear about this in, like, uh, gymnastics or, you know, something like that. But this is we're talking about the who doing a backflip and... What we're saying, ladies and gentlemen, is, uh, well, they're changing their ways, if you will, or their uh, message, and they're saying that uh, things aren't the way they've told us they were on the whole coronavirus. Uh, You know, kind of shocking. Now, the thing that's sad, if you ask me, is most people won't even hear about this story. Do you think, Sam? No, they're not going to hear about it. Now, the bottom line is the WHO does a black or backflip, they say. You know, usually they call that a flip-flop, right? Yes. But anyway, the coronavirus uh, is serious. They're still saying that, although they've admitted some other truths that we talked about with Lowell Nelson literally over a week ago, which is, hey, they realize that it's, that's not what we're told. Very few people get sick and very, 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 very few people die, Right. It's not even worse than the flu is what they're admitting now. Nevertheless, now the WHO condemns the coronavirus lockdowns, claiming that it's just doubling global poverty. Now, I agree with that, Kurt. In fact, I would say it might even be worse than that. Well, and, you know, the thing that so many people, uh, you know, we've talked about it so many times, um, there's so much of a problem with that kind of thing. You know, if you have people out of work and out of jobs, uh, you know, and looking for food or whatever, uh, you know, that is really a problem. And yet, uh, I believe this whole thing, uh, you know, was, uh, orchestrated, if you will, by people who wanted to have, uh, more political power and really, frankly, didn't really care who they hurt in the meantime. Yeah, others are saying to resume life as normal as well, Kurt. That's exactly right. They say, uh, this is from the Western Journal, Aaron Earhart uh, writes his piece, uh, Resume Life as Normal. Over 6,500 scientists and health professionals sign anti-lockdown petition 
6,500, that's a pretty good chunk, but they all tell us that, oh, the science all agrees, you know. But it uh, doesn't sound like the science all agrees uh, with, you know, the lockdowners, does it, Sam? Well, in fact, I think science agrees with the not lockdowners. I just think the mainstream press isn't willing to tell you this, Kurt, is what I really see. Because I see more and more and more organizations, more scientific groups, uh, all kinds of groups now just more and more saying we cannot lock down. This is not sustainable. we got to do something different. So, you know, we can debate about our views on the coronavirus of how bad it is, whether we think people will get sick, whether we need to wear masks, whether we need a lockdown. I'm sorry, not a lockdown, whether we need um, a vaccine. But what we're starting to not be able to debate about, Kurt, is the evidence is in, which is, uh, you know what, locking everybody down, forcing everybody to quarantine and staying home forever, uh, even when you're healthy, is just not the answer. Uh, pretty much people are starting to agree universally with that view, Kurt, with very few exceptions. Well, yes, and yet, uh, you know, the ones in the, uh, you know, lockdown crowd if you will uh you know they're they're telling you still you know they're gonna shame you if you uh walk around without a mask or you know stuff like that and uh you know even looking to shame the president or anybody even if they've already had the coronavirus you know they still think you ought to be all locked down and protected somehow and that's gonna make the world better it's just a mess Yes, it is. Let's skip a little bit down in your headlines and talk about this one for a second because it's so related. A tale of two hydroxychloroquine studies. MSN touts one, ignores the other, Kurt. And I bring this up because right on the heels of this opening up idea, right? Yes, that's exactly right. And it's, you know, this is a World Net Daily piece, so you're you're not going to hear about it. Um, in your oh, MSN or, I mean, uh, your mainstream media because they're touting uh, one uh, study that was basically a lie and, uh, you know, has been shown to be false, but they talk about it uh, while they ignore the other uh, stories that are oh, so, um, well, positive about hydroxychloroquine, Sam. Well, and I find that interesting. We're willing to talk about both, Kurt. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, we want to get, as we always say, uh, honesty is the issue for us. And, yeah, and uh, we're not afraid of anything. We don't have an agenda except for to be free. Mm-hmm. In other words, our agenda is very clear. It isn't pro, um, you know, the, the pharmaceutical companies. It's not even anti the pharmaceutical companies. It's the truth regarding some of these companies. Now, what is this regenerative thing, Kurt? Is that a regenerant? That is, what is it's called? Regeneron. Regeneron, Regeneron okay. is what they call it. Um, and these are some of the, uh, um, oh, the president talks about these therapies. Uh, I, I think it's the term, you know, which is something besides, um, well, it's just it's different solutions for the whole um, cor- coronavirus or the Chinese virus. And uh, Regeneron, yeah, some executives there, uh, they did all right lately uh, when uh, there was some uh, improvement or at least uh, where the president felt like, uh, you know, Trump president raved about the antibody cocktail and where he said he felt good immediately. 
Um, these uh, executives sold more than a million bucks in stock. Um, and uh, they say uh, the over the last little while, the White House and the president both sang praise for these guys, uh, for their particular product. And uh, their stock jumped 3%. When the markets opened, these guys, uh, well, the thing went from $564 a share to 600 bucks a share. Um, and, uh, you know, some folks, I guess, would say, oh, that's evil or whatever. But, you know, in my opinion, when you get something that really works and, and if the president talks about it, um, well, it should um, go up in value. If you ask me, this is from the Daily Mail. You, you know, the guys across the pond. And so you don't hear much about it here in America. Very, very interesting. If you ask my opinion, a tale of two hydroxychloroquine stories and then the other uh, medications that President Trump is talking about. Now, what is interesting to me is President Trump went straight for a cocktail of medications when he got sick, Kurt. However, Melania Trump uh, stayed home, from what I understand, and used a bunch of natural, holistic solutions. Did you read that? I didn't, but I'm not surprised. She's, you know, I mean, being from a foreign country, Sam, uh, sometimes they're just not a bunch of drug, uh, uh, I guess you could say, uh, <laughs> druggies. I don't know. You know, and I'm not telling you the president's a druggie simply because, I mean, the guy doesn't smoke or drink. Um, you know, so he doesn't really fit the uh, big uh, casino kind of guy or whatever that you think of him as. Uh, and uh, yet I, I'm pretty sure he would probably have done the D th vitamin D and all the different things, the zinc and things like that, you know. Uh, but we don't have a whole lot of detail about that. They just want to criticize him for not going around with a mask on or not staying all uh, holed up in the basement, you know. That's all we hear, right? Yeah, anyway, I find that kind of interesting just because, you know, it's it makes sense that it should go natural. I'm a little bit concerned that Donald Trump would just go for the cocktails of, of medications. On the other hand, look who he's surrounded by. I mean, you've got, uh, what do you call it, White House physicians that are specifically attentive to the president and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not trying to say the president doesn't have any choice, but how much choice does he have, right? Meaning he can decide, but... The uh, what do you want to call it? The pressure would be tremendous, wouldn't it, Kurt? That's the way I see it, you know. And so, yeah. anyway, Karen Pence in the news, though, I kind of find this fascinating and related. Well, you remember on the whole uh, uh, Mike Pence, um, Kamala Harris um, debate yeah. a little while back, right? Yeah, of course. Um, Vice President debate in Salt Lake City, Utah, to refresh everyone's memories. That's right. Uh, apparently, uh, Sam, um, I watched, you know, most of this. Uh, and uh, at the end of it, um, the husband of Kamala Harris and and the uh, wife of uh, Mike Pence both came up on the stage. The husband had a mask on. She didn't. Now, you might want to know why. Uh, and we'll talk and about it in a second to tell you exactly that on Liberty Roundtable Live.
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. I'm Patty, wife of former Congressman Steve Stockman. In Congress, Steve sought impeachment of Eric Holder for his corruption of the Justice Department and his fast and furious gun running that caused border agent Brian Talley's death. Steve called for arrest of Lois Lerner for her contempt of Congress as it investigated her targeting of conservative nonprofit groups. After four years, four grand juries, and millions of tax dollars, Steve Stockman is in prison. His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text FIGHT to 444-999, text F-I-G-H-T to 444-999, or go to defendapatriot.com. DefendAPatriot.com. All right. Why did Karen Pence not wear a mask up on the stage there, the debate stage, Kurt? Well, see, uh, this at least is very important, I think, and this is, shows you the skullduggery behind this thing. Kyle Morris writes for Breitbart and says, uh, well, the maskless moment came after Pence and his challenger, Senator Kamala Harris, uh, concluded the debate and their spouses joined them on stage. Harris's husband, get this part, Douglas Imhoff, Hmm. Let's see, Harris's husband, Douglas Imhoff. Hmm. Anyway, kept his mask on throughout the entirety of the event. Pence kept her mask on throughout the entirety of the debate and then removed it when she walked on stage. According to Kara D. Brooks, the second lady's spokesperson, both campaigns had agreed that the moment would be maskless. Second lady Karen followed an agreement established between both campaigns prior to the debate. Brooks said in a statement to The Hill, both sides agreed that the spouses would remove their masks when they walked onto the stage at the end of the debate. Pence, get this part, faced immense blowback from Democrats and establishment media, including the New York Times, which clipped the moment and shared it to Twitter. According to the Times, Pence quote, appeared to flout safety rules for the VP debate by appearing on stage without a face mask. Uh, you know, and this is just after, remember, they, uh, both Mike and Karen Pence tested negative um, after the president and his wife had contracted the virus. So, you know, you just see stuff once again behind the scenes where you think, man, that's just 
you know, it's it's too bad, but most people they're going to get the the story told to them and make them make Mike Pence's wife seem like she's just so. Give me the two seconds on the story. She appeared without a mask, right? Well, but she had a mask on the whole event. She and Kamala Harris's husband had a mask on the whole event. But they had agreed before time that if they went when they went up on stage afterwards, that would be a maskless time because. Mike Pence and Kamala Harris were already masked, unmasked, and they had agreed that it was going to be an, a maskless deal. So neither one of them. Yeah, were but going who cares about your agreements if you don't have any honor, Kurt? Well, that's that's why I'm having you repeat saying. that. I'm trying if to highlight these me. people don't have any honor, is what we're really talking about, because they should have. What would should happen if they had honor? Would be Kamala Harris and or her husband. I mean, it's weird for Kamala's husband to be defending somebody else's wife, but um, I'm saying that the Kamala Harris campaign should have come out and said, hold on, media, you've got this all wrong. We agreed ahead of time, and she had every right to do that. They tested negative. In other words, the exact points you're making on behalf of Karen Pence, Kurt, is what the other side should be doing in, in not a statement of working together. They're opposites, but you can have honor, and this is what I'm talking about. The issue is honesty, and so I'm not highlighting it to say you're wrong. I'm highlighting it to show what really should happen. The media should know this. And if they don't, they should be told. And if you say, well, the Harris campaign is not going to, they're going to take advantage of every whatever they can get. Well, that's dishonest and wrong. But the debate moderators, the debate venue, and everybody else should be speaking up too, Kurt, and they're remaining silent. And I'm wondering why. Well, I think the damage is done, and that's why they do it, Sam. Well, you're right, and that's my whole point is that this is a discussion where honesty is the issue. Karen Pence office defends her, joining the debate stage without a mask. Okay, so why? Let me ask you another question. Why can Kamala go on stage without a mask, but Karen can't? I mean, you almost feel like this is a green door riddle, hunker. Good points. I'm just telling you, it's just wrong. It's evil. It's dishonest, and we're going to call them on the carpet, folks. Okay, we're not trying to up the ante or increase, you know, divisions. But what we are saying is you just can't do that. We agree ahead of time, and then we let the media take advantage of somebody for what we've agreed upon. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not attacking Kamala's husband for wearing a mask if he chooses to. That's up to him. Even though they agreed to have it maskless, if he changed his mind at the last minute and his statement was, well, I just really... At the last minute, felt like I should wear a mask. I get that. I'm not attacking him for that. Okay? But I am attacking them for literally agreeing ahead of time and then lying by their silence, ladies and gentlemen, about this reality. And I defend Karen Pence as well. And I still ask, why can Kamala Harris go on stage maskless, but Karen can't? All right, California governor's office just as whacked out, ladies and gentlemen. Telling diners to wear masks in between bites at restaurants, Kurt? Well, Sam, you, you think uh, you got very few people in sit-down restaurants in California? You're going to have less people in uh, sit-down restaurants What are you talking about, Kurt? I've Everybody's going to love to do their patriotic duty and put their mask on between bites. Yeah, that's right. How Each long will it take they... to eat dinner, Kurt? I tell you what, I think people are just loving to be able to eat something or drink something so that they can take their mask off. off. You know what, I'll tell you, 
I'll tell you this. People are fleeing California like big time. They're just done. They just cannot take it. In fact, I even had a Utah business report that I just saw. They're like, yeah, man, San Francisco businesses are rolling to the Rocky Mountains. They just they just can't take it, Kurt. It's just insanity. Well, I don't see why there's really anybody left in California, Sam. Because they're uh, stuck and they can't leave. That's all. I guess that would make sense. Yeah. yeah, financially, they're just, what do you do? You know. Other than that, your point's well taken. Now, the other thing I think that needs to happen here, Kurt, what somebody needs to do is the paparazzi needs to follow the governor around, Kurt. Good old Newsom. And see if that dude's really taking a bite and putting his mask back on. Uh, taking a bite, putting his mask back on. In fact, what I really think you should do is never eat in public at all, Governor, ever. Because do you realize in that process of taking their mask back off and on, you might just kill everybody. So I don't think the governor should ever eat in public at all, Kurt. I mean, then he can wear a mask 24-7 in public. Just eat in private, social distance, isolate yourself, and eat in isolation. For the governor to be isolation eating, what do you think, Kurt, of that idea? Well, I agree, and uh, think about uh, that's what has happened to most uh, people, at least the ones that still continue to try to support their local uh, restaurants or whatever, is they're just basically forced to almost do the, you know, the pickup thing and uh, eat in their car or whatever, um, and you know they if you do go in it's like well you can't sit at that table you can't sit at this one you you know and you need to sit just, over here in a corner it's just <laughs> lockdown craziness you know i know but people are getting the truth out a little by little that's the blessing of it all yes, while the yes. governor's telling everybody in california to put on your mask between bites president trump has a different tale donald trump says catching covid-19 was a blessing from god and he praised scientists and first responders for their work on treating people with the coronavirus, Kurt. Well, that's right. And this is a WorldNet Daily piece, and that's why it's got a word, in, you know, phrase in there, blessing from God, you know. The only time that you're going to see that Hold on, in telling the truth of what media. Trump actually said for a change? Yeah, yeah good point. Uh, you're not going to see that mentioned uh, from NBC, ABC, CBS, unless they can take God down a little bit, you know. I mean, they... They can prove he's a bad guy, you know, somehow, you know. But uh, I believe uh, that's why he's saying that. You know, he says, hey, I've been through it, and I know what it's like, and I know what you guys, uh, you know, are looking looking at. Uh, don't, don't get all worried about it, you know. That's what he basically says. Now, let's be clear about President Trump's views so you don't take it out of context. He's not saying, hey, getting Corona was awesome. What does he mean well, by saying it was a blessing from God? Uh, I think um, is basically saying that uh, he understands what it, what it was like, and he also is praising those efforts uh, of the people that help people. Um, you know, you'll you'll hear him if you listen straight to him. I mean, he heaps praise on so many around him that it's very impressive. Uh, while at the same time, he tries to. Uh, you know, tell folks about the good things that have been done simply because I believe he feels like, hey, people are hardly told about those good things. You're uh, right about that. Here's what I think Trump's media. saying. This is, again, opinion a little bit, but here's what I think Trump's saying. God is using me, the president of the United States, the leader of the free world, to send a message. And you want to know what that message is, Kurt? That you got to turn to God. Over. 
that you got to trust God, that you got to realize that, yes, it's a bad virus, but you can get over it. Don't let it rule your life and control you. God's in charge. He's got plans for his children on the earth, and it isn't everybody just dying a ball of corona flame. Okay, it's that we're going to recover from this. We're going to come out of it bigger and stronger and better than ever. And what it takes to do that is to trust in God. And so that's why, in my opinion, he's saying it was a blessing from God. He praised the scientists and everybody working for solutions. And I, I think that's the right answer on all fronts, personally. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey is calling out his own platform for how it handled a story from the New York Post. The Post claiming that Hunter Biden used his influence to connect a Ukrainian businessman with his father when he was vice president. Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz tells Fox News everyone needs to be investigating this story. And for everyone in the media who says, well, it's unverified. You know, that didn't stop the New York Times from going on and on and on with, with what they say are the president's tax returns. And it certainly didn't stop a whole lot of blue checkmark journalists from talking about the Steele dossier and the so-called P-tape. The Senate Judiciary Committee is poised to take the first steps towards approving Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett Thursday as the last day of confirmation hearings begin. You're listening to USA Radio News. This report is brought to you by Eli Lilly and Company. Raise your hand if you use Lilly Insulin and struggle to afford your monthly prescription and are enrolled in Medicare Part D, have a high deductible insurance plan, or don't have health insurance at all. If your hand is raised, Lilly wants to help. Lilly has solutions that can help make life easier for you. Lilly launched Insulin Affordability. Learn, act, share to encourage people using Lilly Insulin to learn about their affordability options. To act by calling the Lilly Diabetes Solutions Center and to share this important information with others. People with or without commercial insurance can buy Lilly Insulins today for $35 per monthly prescription at a retail pharmacy. And this fall, seniors can enroll in Medicare Part D plans that provide a $35 copay starting in January. Raise your hand and visit insulinaffordability.com or call 1-833-808-1234 Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. President Trump's top negotiator and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi plan to regroup on Thursday for talks on a new stimulus package as President Trump continues to push for a deal before the November 3rd election. Forced to negotiate a comprehensive package because Pelosi refuses to deal with issues in standalone bills, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin said Wednesday night the administration's top priority is unlocking approximately $300 billion approved in the initial large stimulus package. President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden won't debate, but they'll still be competing tonight. NBC's Today show Savannah Guthrie saying... The president and Joe Biden were supposed to face off in their second debate, a town hall debate. But the debate commission decided to switch it to a virtual event because of COVID concerns. At that point, the president said he would not take part in a virtual debate. Joe Biden decided to schedule a town hall on another network. And now the president is doing the same. You're listening to USA Radio News. 
I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby breaking down news that Network reviews to you just for you. And um, President Trump saying a very interesting thing, but I think a valuable thing if you pay attention. Trump says catching COVID-19 was a blessing from God. He praised scientists. And I think that's a very, very interesting thing to do, to say the least. Uh, because I think it really relates to his focus. You know, they say he's not a Christian all day long, Kurt. But he's saying it's a blessing from God. He's praising all those who took care of him. And I think he's, I believe that the God Almighty and the President is sending a message to the world. That is, take courage. We can get over this thing. Don't let it rule your life and shut you down. Uh, understand that God's in charge. And he has not forgot about his children, Kurt. I think that's the message. That's just my my take. Any, any, any yeah, I couldn't thoughts? agree more, Sam. And the other thing uh, I was thinking about it, kind of like uh, when our family experienced the whole Corona thing back in July. Um, before that, uh, you know, you have some questions in your mind. Uh, you know, hey, exactly how this, how is this? And uh, when the media touts that, oh, you know, we got this person dying and that person, all these deaths, you know, and that's kind of thing. And um, you know, and yet later when you experience it and your family does, uh, you know, you look and you kind of feel like the uh, that Wizard of Oz movie where uh, Dorothy before uh, when she hears the great and powerful Oz, you know, uh, she thinks, oh, you know, uh, and then finally somehow she sees behind the curtain and she sees the little guy with the microphone and she's like, oh, that's not so great and powerful, you know, and and that's the whole point, at least uh, to me, about it. When you you focus on God and the power of God, then you know, with His help, um, you know, uh, you can overcome anything. Sam. Now, Kurt, back in July, didn't you make a similar statement to the president's? Maybe not exact word for word, but it was very similar. You're kind of like, hey, I'm a little bit glad we got it, and here's the blessings that came from it, and. That doesn't mean you want people to get sick. That isn't the point. But you did kind of highlight a similar mm, kind of a viewpoint a little bit, right? Well, that's the way I remember it, uh, Sam. And I uh, remember thinking that, uh, you know, a lot of people should know that, um, hey, this was, uh, you know, similar to his, uh, similar to the president's uh, uh, situation where, Hey, he goes in, he says he wasn't feeling, uh, you know, he says he spent four days at Walter Reed Medical Center and I went in and I wasn't feeling so hot within a very short period of time. They gave me a Regeneron, he said, and, and uh, he says the other things too, but I think this was the key, but they gave me Regeneron and it was like unbelievable. I felt good immediately. Uh, like in my case, you know, it was basically one night of, uh, you know, the... Uh, fever and that kind of thing and after that you know just uh, feeling a lot better and yet uh, you know you just had to improve I think the president had a whole lot more uh, I guess you could say folks surrounding him than I did but bottom line was um, you know it's not the end of the world uh, you know and uh, you know people need to understand that amen and that is the message and I hope people will tell Either you tell the message uh, the way I believe Trump's telling it or ask him questions so that you can get him to clarify. Uh, either one would be acceptable in my mind. Keeping the good news alive, though, Kurt, I guess there's a mom of two premature twins 
And I guess the twins were left to die. But, of course, pro-life Trump does something about it, Kurt. Well, that's right. And uh, the headline here from World Net Daily reads like this. It's under the Matters of Life and Death situa- or, uh, section. Uh, you're not going to find that in the, uh, well, you're just going to find the death part promoted with uh, most media. But in this case, Matters of Life and Death, and it says, Mama Premature Twins, as you mentioned, left to die, calls Trump's Born Alive Executive Order, or uh, short for that is EO, a glimmer of hope, subheadline, according to existing federal law, treatment should have never been withheld. And, uh, you know, we're seeing this, at least I think this illustrates the craziness of, uh, you know, our world today that, hey, if, uh, you know, if a little baby uh, is killed, hey, some folks uh, herald that. And yet if uh, the president goes without a mask, uh, it's it's really serious. I mean, you know. You, and especially gotta, if the vice president's wife goes without a mask, even though they agreed they'd be maskless in a contract, that's point. even more crazy. That's exactly And right. then what you got to do is if you don't kill a baby, then, it, you know, once they get, like, past one, you got to put a mask on them so, it, you know, the baby doesn't kill everybody else. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> don't give like, them honey what? either, you know. I mean, it's crazy. Anyway, all I can tell you is the mom is absolutely grateful. Yeah. She says it gives her what? A, 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 what is that thing called? A sliver of hope. of hope. Well, you know, that um, this kind of thing's not going to happen to somebody else. Oh, glimmer of hope, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that's, uh, it's just so important. And, you know, I don't think, um, at least I haven't heard much talk, if if hardly any, about an executive order to protect <clears throat> little babies of you? No, but I think Trump's doing yeah. a great job. But I so the mom, know. I think, is a Trump supporter now, don't you think, Kurt? Well, I think so. Yeah. Uh, Do you think the twins will grow up and be Trump supporters too, Kurt? Well, um, it says uh, the story, um, you know, as far as I know, um, they... They had these babies, these babies were born, and then the uh, babies were refused medical treatment. Yes. Um, and uh, as so far as on, I Kurt. know... So you got to answer my question. Do you think the twins are going to be Trump supporters? Well, I don't think they made it, Sam. Um, yeah, so the answer is, case, because of the murderous thugs, they don't have the chance to be Trump supporters, Kurt. That's right. That's what I'm driving at. That's why I'm bringing this up. Because, look, yeah. these thugs killed them. Even though President Trump did his very best to, pro- to promote life in the future, because these people should have never, even according to the law, Kurt, should have never been denied treatment in the first place. But these thugs murdered the babies, and the mom is sad that her twins are murdered by these thugs. Okay, yep. because remember, the twins were left to die. That's the headline, okay? So they died, yep. folks. Let's, yep. let, I'm not trying to be, cr- um, whatever you want to say, too morbid here about it i'm just telling you they murdered him they left him to die and um she's saying hey trump's born alive is a glimmer of hope for future babies folks and what we're talking about is hey treatment according to existing law shouldn't have been withheld so if treatment was withheld in violation of existing law kurt what needs to happen and just think about hold on the answer is these murderous thugs need to go to prison yeah Go ahead, sir. That's right. And just think about that, ladies and gentlemen. You don't, you see some little babies that are born that need help. I mean, who's, 
what kind of heartless individuals just let them lay there and die, Sam? I mean, that's just, I just don't get it. Now, here's the question, though. Don't they always say, but Kurt, let me explain. We're not heartless. It's a woman's right to choose. Isn't that what they say? The woman should decide. Well, this woman decided she wanted her babies to have treatment, Kurt. And the thugs that murdered her, her twins, still said no. She wanted her twins to have treatment and live, Kurt. But that wasn't a choice. These pro-choice thugs were allowing her to make. It was only pro-death, and that was the only, what, lack of choice they she got. Yeah, good point. I just, it's evil. But in my opinion, President Trump doing a phenomenal job saying, you know what, I, I, I only have so much power. I don't know if he didn't know about this. He couldn't rescue him in time. Uh, but he's done his best going forward for the future to what? I guess strengthen the law would be the point in this case, Kurt? Yes. Because we already had yeah, a law that would preserve order. life and give them treatment, Kurt, that was violated by these thugs. But President Trump yeah. doubling down and going the extra mile for pro-life is what I would call it. God's law that says thou shalt not kill. Sin well, that applies son. too. Number one law. Yeah. But it does say, according to existing federal law, they should have never been denied treatment. So, you know what? Everything points to pro-life in this case, but the murderous thugs had to kill him anyway. And now President Trump is saying, well, no, let's give extra strength to this so it doesn't happen again. And this is what I mean by President Trump's record that matters. That's why I support President Trump, because of his record, Kurt. And there's two other people that support President Trump we've got to tell you about, too. I guess the governor of Puerto Rico, Kurt. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, you know, typically the Puerto Ricans are pretty big, uh, uh, in my opinion, socialists. Um, you know, uh, in fact, they're always talking about uh, Puerto Rico as being uh, one, of the, one of the two places, but that in Washington, D.C., that they'd make a state so that the uh, Democrats would have a couple more, you know, senators. In this case, from the Western Journal, the uh, author is Michael Austin, and the headline reads, Governor of Puerto Rico goes against the grain, endorses Trump for president. Um, you know, I didn't hear that hardly anywhere, Sam. Yeah, uh, but again, the governor of Puerto Rico realizes that, A, Trump's policies make sense even from a Puerto Rico standpoint, Kurt. Imagine that, Sam. Yes, indeed. Guess who else is super supportive of the president of the United States? She says being pro-Trump has caused me more grief than being Osama Bin Laden's niece. We'll talk about this one in seconds. To leave a message, press 1. To change your message, press 7. Hey, Mom, Dad, Mark here. Wow, I love college. Really? I never knew living on my own could be so... uh, Good for me? Uh. To change your message, press 7. So, here I am at college. It's cool. Well, of course, it's only been a week. To change your message. Hey, it's me. I was just remembering that time I hit my first home run. You know, through the garage window. Thanks for not being mad. No. To change Hi. Boy, I miss you guys. I miss my room. I miss waking up to warm socks straight from the dryer. Warm socks? Family, isn't it about time? Hi, it's Mark. Um, love you guys. Uh, I'll call you later. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 
I reinstated a policy first put in place by President Ronald Reagan, the Mexico City policy. I strongly supported the House of Representatives' pain-capable bill, which would end painful late-term abortions nationwide. And I call upon the Senate to pass this important law and send it to my desk for signing. We are protecting the sanctity of life and the family as the foundation of our society. And most importantly of all, it is the gift of life itself. That is why we march. That is why we pray. And that is why we declare that America's future will be filled with goodness, peace, joy, dignity, and life for every child of God. All right, so we're talking about the niece of Osama bin Laden saying I get more grief for supporting Donald Trump than being Osama bin Laden's niece is what she's saying, but she has a great reason for supporting the president, Kurt, the same reason that I point to, sir. That's exactly right. This is a source from the London Spectator. Uh, World Net Daily uh, brings it to us, and the bottom line is she says, why do I support the U.S. president? Look at his record, um, Sam. And so, uh, you know. And that's why another... the guy, the president, or the, is it the president? Governor of Puerto Rico says the same thing. That's why I'm saying the same thing, Kurt. That's why you're a Trump supporter. Look, we don't think Trump's perfect. We're not even pretending that he is. But we're just telling you, look, when a guy talks about God all the time, and I believe means it, when the guy has more prayers at the inauguration than any president I've seen before him in my lifetime, when he has religious leaders and promotes religious freedom, when he stands for pro-life, um, you know, you look at his record and you go, wow, there's something here that I've overlooked. Um, is he perfect? No. Do I think he makes the greatest moral president on the planet? No, I don't. I think he's got his skeletons in the closet and he's got his problems. But I'll tell you, he's doing a good job. He's doing a great job. There you have it. All right, let's talk about a woman without legs, Kurt. This one's, um, at least in my opinion, it's uh, it's hard to find some uh, good news, ladies and gentlemen, uh, typically. But the headline from uh, the Western Journal, Amanda Thomason writes this piece, says, Woman born without legs ditches wheelchair and walks down aisle on wedding day. Now, uh, they say plenty of brides have special plans for their wedding days. Many want to be in the best shape of their life have a flawless first dance, or look amazing in the photos that they will no doubt have hanging in their homes for decades afterwards. This girl's name is Rosie Babor, B-A-B-O-R. She's from Cebu City in the Philippines, and she had a plan. She was a beautiful bride when she showed up at the parish uh, and to marry her boyfriend of three years. During the ceremony, she walked down the aisle by herself. That might they say, not seem noteworthy unless you expected her to walk with a family member, though they say that's not traditional everywhere. But it's the very fact that she went down the aisle by herself because she was born without legs, Sam. Anyway, a phenomenal so, story, a story that gives you a little yeah. bit of hope. Yeah. 
you know, she ditches the wheelchair, walks down the aisle on wedding day. What a what an incredible moment for not only her, but look, her, we always say that we want to make America great again, and they say, oh, that means you hate other countries. What would this be, Kurt? She's in the Philippines, right? Yes. So wouldn't this be part of making the Philippines great again, Kurt? Good point, Sam. We're all for and, it. And it shows this, um, you know, an incredible achievement uh, by a human being that has faced <laughs> some incredible odds, if you will. Sam. Amen. Um, she said, I wanted everything to be perfect for my wedding day, so I knew I had to walk down the aisle. That's according to the Daily Mail, another across the pond paper. It made the day so much more special, overcoming that small difficulty. Small difficulty, Small Sam. but huge, Kurt. Yeah. That's how it really point. is. All right, now I know the mainstream press would tell you this means that the American people are overwhelmingly stupid, but I think it means we're overwhelmingly intelligent because we're willing to acknowledge the truth, Kurt. Headline, there's a new poll out. 56% of the American people say they're better off now, Trump, than they were Four years ago, under Biden and Barack, Kurt. Well, yeah, and that's even after the whole lockdown uh, stuff, which is pretty amazing, Sam, if you really think about it. Uh, you know, and, and still you have certain states that continue with the lockdown. Um, but um, well, they, people are knowing uh, the truth, I mean, Kurt, regardless of the mainstream press is the point here. You want to know why exactly they know the right. truth? Go ahead. Because it's so close to their own lives, Kurt. It's not debatable. Right. Like, you can babble in the in the media all you want to, but at the end of the day, they're just going to go, you know what? I'm doing a little better financially. I got a little less taxes. I feel a little better because of this, this whatever in your life it is. I'm feeling like we got somebody pro-life in the White House. I'm feeling like we've remade a lot of the courts instead of being activists, whacked out, you know, socialists from the bench that people are going to actually uphold the rule of law. We're working on law and order. But I can go on and on, whatever your touch button may be. But Americans just feel it, Kurt. It's in their lives. It's not some remote discussion. It's a great okay, point. It's Sam. real. And uh, I was watching the uh, president's rally last night from Iowa uh, on the uh, right side broadcasting guys, uh, you know, feed. Uh, this is, uh, you know, after the event, just because, you know, I get home from work after and uh, watching that. And the president points out that, hey, uh, How's your uh, 401k? Uh, you know, how uh, how's that stuff doing for you? And uh, even after this massive uh, shutdown and everything, the uh, stock market and, uh, you know, the people's investments are, you know, they're, they're very well close to where they were before, which was at an all-time high. Um, and so, you know, when they say, uh, remember when old Bill Clinton said, uh, it's the economy, stupid, and, you know. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think it still fits. And I uh, agree, but I also say it's more than the economy in people's lives, though. When people hear that That's President exactly Trump right. is getting rid of eight regulations for every one. Or, I mean, you can keep going, right? right? That's right. Now, don't get me it's wrong, just... folks. I'm not glossing over President Trump's problems or his mistakes. They exist. Right. Okay? But people know the truth, right? Yep. That's really the bottom line. Exactly. Right. Uh, Donald Trump talked about locking her up on the campaign trail. Now Mike Pompeo releases information regarding Hillary, Kurt. Well, Sam, we've been hoping for this kind of thing for a heck of a long time. Uh, 
you know, uh, even going back to the days of Hillary and Bill in Arkansas. But the headline from World Net Daily, Mike Pompeo, colon, we have Hillary's deleted emails. Release could come before November election. And we pray um, it does in time for us to analyze it and break it down as well, Kurt. Maybe they could arrest Hillary right before the election. Well, that's right. And, uh, you know, I mean, if she's guilty, and I believe she <laughs> is uh, very guilty, um, she ought to pay just like everybody any, else. any of the rest of but us. But we do agree know? with due process for her. The only problem is she's had, what, already, Kurt, six years for due process or something crazy? That's right. Even longer than that if you go back to well, the— Well, sure. Uh, so much of the. I'm just talking about the emails in the specific or whatever. Kill, that was 2014, you know. kind of 15 range or whatever else yeah. and stuff like that. So that's right. But yeah, anyway, yeah. good, good, Mike. Let's bust out and release it, and let's have the truth and transparency, my friend. Come on. All right, Tennessee well, and Bishop. To go with this real quick. To go with this one, Sam. I mean, now they're saying that they've got, uh, uh, you know, this new uh, find where they had somebody turn in an old computer. Uh, you know, and I didn't give you this headline because it's even later, uh, but that's got all this detail about Hunter Biden and all that kind of stuff, Sam. And, oh, yeah, that's a know, whole other um, topic. It's good to tease it. it We're going to spend a big bunch of time on that coming up, though, ladies and gentlemen. It's, go it's ahead and, very impressive. Go ahead and highlight it real quick, though, Kurt. But I'm just telling you, this deserves more than just a quick headline is the point. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't think the standard media is going to cover it much, but apparently they uh, found a, a computer that was turned into some place in uh, Joe Biden's, um, quote, home state uh, that has all this um, Hunter Biden stuff on it, if you will, uh, that uh, proves all these things, how that Joe Biden knew about this stuff and about, you know, the China and the uh, communist connections and all this money that's why they're not going to have a debate kurt because what they know will happen is trump will bring it up flat out in his face and joe will need to respond so therefore we're just not going to have a debate okay that's a great point blame it on the cocoa right yeah good point all right anyway tennessee bishop gonna ask biden hard question too hard questions are starting to come from everywhere uh the question is can they protect biden enough or will biden have to respond kurt well, it's a great point. I don't know that uh, even if he responds uh, that it would help him. Uh, I think he's in real big trouble. But uh, the headline from Breitbart, Tennessee Bishop asked Biden how he will explain his abortion position to God. Um, <laughs> this is the, uh, they call him the redoubtable Bishop of Knoxville. That's Tennessee. And uh, they say he's once again questioned the integrity of Joe Biden's Catholic faith, given his public support for abortion on demand. So, uh, you know, it's nice to see uh, people of faith participating in the, uh, well, in the politics, if you will, Sam, because. Roger uh, that. It also highlights the pro-life point we're talking about. Oh, so well. Yes, amen to that. Right? Hey, Biden, how are you going to explain your abortion, your abortion, your murderous position to God? And yes. Trump's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to stand for pro-life. I think Trump could stand before God on the abortion issue and say, I've done my very best. Yep, good point. And I pray and work towards more. Mm-hmm. Right? All right, there's a home investor that found good news, Kurt. Well, that's right. The headline reads, Home Investor Finds ten grand Hidden in Living Room. Subheadline, get this part. No, hold on. Stop, it. stop, stop on the headline. Okay. Because I believe this is two phenomenal stories. 
Okay. Right. All wrapped up in a one cool good news piece. Home investor finds $10,000 hidden in living room. That's really cool. Fine. That's really cool. Great story. Positive story. Good news story. But it gets even better with part two. That's right. Part two is returns it all to grateful former owner. So I don't know how you get much better. That's a great story, Sam. And uh, this is out of Chicago. And, and you want to know how it gets CBS? better than that, Kurt? What's that? Good, good people like it? us. Well, you, oh. Kurt found it. But good news <laughs> that makes it better, though, is the guys like us get to tell everybody about it. And then everybody gets a smile on their face. And then you go to the restaurant or the store or wherever, and you smile at somebody else because you're cheerful. And you go, that was cool. And then somebody else smiles. And, oh, man, it just makes the liberals just angry, Kurt. Smiling in the morning time, running around all happy. It's horrible. Okay, that's what they want to do. But see, it what Kurt is contagious, Kurt. We had bumper stickers that said that at the Red Pill Expo from Loving Liberty Radio Networks. Um, courage is contagious, Kurt. And this gives you courage, doesn't it? Gives you hope, gives you like, hey yes, man, we're good people. We can do wonderful things. Come on. Right? Great point, Sam. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the good news is we can promote it. That's phenomenal news. And right now they haven't shut us down to where we can't talk about it yet. So a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. Come on. Atheist group in the news, though, Kurt. This isn't too good. Right. The headline from World Net Daily says, under the faith under fire section, atheist group silences future prayers in Kentucky school district. Freedom from Religion Foundation put a stop to graduation invocations. You know, uh, the and this goes against President Trump's agenda on the national stage, though, where he basically had a religious uh, prayer freedom in schools um, proposal and working on that. Exactly. So, again, they undermine. We try to stand for what is right. President Trump right in the center of that debate on the correct side. Once again, see, this is what I'm talking about. When you talk to even Osama bin Laden's niece, she's a Trump supporter because she's saying, hey, look at his record. And that would be the point. Final story. Good news. U.S. announces tariffs. On $2 billion worth of products targeting nations that are dumping goods into the markets, Kurt. This is another great news piece from President Trump. Leadership like we haven't seen before in our lifetime, sir. Couldn't agree more, Sam. All right, that's a wrap. Next hour, we're going to play a bunch of interviews that I did. We didn't have enough time live at the Red Pill Expo, so I recorded a bunch of incredible interviews. We're going to play some of those next hour. We'll be live again tomorrow, but these interviews are incredible. Hang tight. They've never been heard before. God Save the Republic. LovingLiberty.net. Live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. Happy to have you along, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, live from the Red Pill Expo, RedPillExpo.com. I know it's after the fact, ladies and gentlemen, but I'll tell you what: if you sign up online for the streaming opportunity, you can watch on demand all the events that took place. The Red Pill Expo is where we're at on Jekyll Island Live. RedPillExpo.com for you to sign up for that streaming opportunity. It's available to you from your own home. All right, we got Jeff Pedersen with us. Mr. Bushman, hello. How are you today? Very well, sir. Inthematrix.com. Matrix has three X's. Why? Uh, Because the truth is not safe for work. 
truth is not safe from anything these days. <laughs> Ever since they took over Jekyll Island back in what, 1910? Yeah, 1910, 1913. A very interesting story we have here. And here we are at the scene of the crime. At the scene of the crime. I went yesterday, by the way, and I went to the Federal Reserve door. And what's that thing called? The clubhouse over there? Oh, the yeah, the clubhouse. The... I rolled over there, man, and I knocked yeah. on, I pounded on the Federal Reserve door, and nobody would answer, man. Oh, no? Yeah, so I started singing. I said, somebody's <laughs> knocking at the door. <laughs> somebody's <laughs> ringing the bell. bell. Oh. Do me a favor. Open the door. Oh, anyway, and oh, they, wouldn't let, they weren't even around, man. It was like a ghost town over there. It's amazing. I think JP got scared. You know, it's interesting, too. The, the whole island here is built on top of an Indian. Uh, uh, there was Indians here before. No respect for the Indian. No respect. Home. Yeah, so, like, the chief house, there, you know, one of the Rockefellers' houses on top of that, you know, and they just basically uh, decimated the property here. Pretty interesting uh, stuff. And there's more to that story, too, that's maybe a little more esoteric than what we want to get into today. And you know, though, that this uh, island right now is controlled by the federal government, right? Yes, yes, it is. You can't it, even own homes here unless you have 99-year uh, lease on the land, then you can kind of own a home. In kind of a rental slash own pretend scenario. Pretty interesting. You've uh, got dynasty families hanging out yeah. on the island. Yep. And this and is the not the party years. island, by the way. <laughs> this is not the party island. Yeah, I'm over on St. Simmons. That's more of the party, I think. It is. St. Simons <laughs> is the party island, huh? St. Simons, yep. <laughs> now, I'll tell you what's interesting, too, though. It's, this is a um, turtle refuge. Yeah, I saw that. Did you? Yeah. And, and so when you go out at night, I mean, all the lights are off. Did you see that? Because of the turtles. We got that they where love, I live down in Florida. They love the darkness, don't they? <laughs> dark to light. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, last night, man, we, we went out in the middle of that dark, super dark. Yeah. And we just ran into the ocean, buddy. Actually, <laughs> no, but we really did that. Last night at 10 p. we ran into the ocean, man. It was like 75 degrees. Oh, we went out, way out there and just hang out with the waves, man. I love it. I love it. I wanted to do that last night. I got in a little late, though. You were, we were the only ones there, man. Good thing I didn't run in. I go to, saw the creature from Jekyll Island. You would saw us rising from the, from the dust. Now, tell me, though. So the XXX really means we got to break out big time, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, really what it was is I'm on Twitter, and uh, one X was taken, two Xs were taken, so I put three Xs. There you go. I like it, because it's true. I mean, not safe for work. You know, a lot of this stuff uh, is not safe for work. Uh, you look at the companies, you know, supporting BLM and, and all the other stuff. So a lot of the stuff and information about freedom that, that you cover here, too, sir, is not safe for work. So who's Q? Well, Q, uh, okay, so QAnon, all right, so we just had a bill, uh, HR, I don't know, whatever, Q is bad bill, right? And that was uh, done by um, uh, Melanowski, who actually yes. supported, oh, he supports uh, child trafficking. He has, uh, yeah, so they, they love us. Yeah. So they got the child right. traffickers saying that we're bad. Yes, indeed. Okay, so Q. Did you know Pizzagate was a farce? Pizzagate is a farce, right? Did That's you guys right. see Out of Shadows? Uh, did you see but, Out of Shadows? Yeah, but I want to tell you this, though. The the Pizzagate scenario where they where they wanted to bust into the building and everything else was a farce. That's right. But the true Pizzagate is as real as it gets. It's as real as it gets. And the proof of the pudding is Ben Swan documented at sixty six days from Sunday. Absolutely, good friend ben of mine, Swan. and they literally took Ben Swan down for over a year. Over he it. was a hero. He was a hero. He, he was a you're hero. You're absolutely right, and uh, he nailed it. And I mean, why do you think we got Jeffrey Epstein, who didn't kill himself, by the way, and and Ghislaine Maxwell? Uh, so there is no satanic, uh, you know, pedophile elites that are running this country. Now, you know that uh, who was it? Bill Clinton sat down with Ghislaine. Hey. What are, you, what are you guys talking about Bill Clinton for? So, you know, Q, like many of us, you know, we felt that something wasn't right in the world, right? I mean, oh, yeah. you know, that's why we're heading in the wrong Wait, direction. Isn't that the phrase of this conference even, too, that you know something's wrong? You, and the Matrix. Yes. Absolutely right. And that's why I love my name. Uh, and so, that you know, something magical happened in 2016, Sam. Donald J. Trump won the presidency of the United States of America. Right? True story. And that was an amazing time frame. The political establishment, he was a complete outsider, this guy. And this guy won. And so I'm like a glimmer of light in the darkness. Finally, a president that I actually vetted and actually could like, oh, well, Hillary was at his wedding. I'm like, oh, my God. well, he's a, he's a builder, man. He, he needs to build buildings and he needs to well, you grease the skids, right? Too, right? You know, build bridges. Yeah. And walls. 
<laughs> so basically, well, bridges come first, then walls come later. Then so. walls come, exactly right. <laughs> uh, President Trump's victory basically put the mainstream media and the political establishment in a tailspin. They were like, their heads were exploding. Right? They used to love him. Right? Remember that? They used yeah, to as love long as guy. he didn't mess with the politics, they loved him. That's right. So there were too many bad deals, a lot at stakes, corruption. Uh, but basically, ten months later, after the president was inaugurated, enter QAnon. QAnon um, is uh, arrived on the scene and basically claimed to be an intelligence insider, perhaps U.S. military intelligence. Um, but these crumbs, you know, he started dropping these crumbs, and these crumbs would basically utilize the news that they, they reported. Would ri- they would ripple, my friend. They would, and, and it's and we're using their information, the main, the fake news media. We're using their information to connect the dots. Now we understand what the dots are. That's what Q yeah, is because done. they inadvertently drop little nuggets when you're not watching. That's correct. Uh, they do. To keep going. To, so keep going. So basically, you know, Q's purpose, in my opinion, is to support the president, expose the lies, the corruption, and uh, wake up patriots worldwide. And we're underneath the MAGA movement. You know, we've got, we've got two different realities going on. We've got the orange man bad. Then you've got the MAGA movement. A lot of smart patriots that actually are looking into the Constitution and understand it, conservatives, and, and actually— More and more waking up all the time. Like that's right. Absolutely. And so we're underneath that movement, giving you the memes— and giving you the ammo to understand, you know, what's happening with the system. I mean, most people don't realize that this country was founded on what? Tariffs, right? This is the only constitutional tax there is. Yeah, exactly right. So that's what we're that, going to. And I will say apportionment taxes. But anyway. That's right. And so now we're going back. We're taking the Federal Reserve. We're dismantling it from the trust that we've been in, right? So the Federal Reserve, you know, when our president is mo- he's moving things into the treasury. That's why, you know, that's why he says to TikTok. Remember when he said TikTok? Yes. You've got to pay a lease tenant deal cuz you got to be we got to be able to And this do is happening one line at a time and most people don't even understand that that's it's right. happening. That's right. And most people don't understand and maybe you do, Sam, because th- there's the um, the treasury.gov. Go look at the executive order from 1221-17, Crimes Against Humanity. We are using that against the Xinjiang region right now. Yes. So we're, we're confiscating their assets. We are tightening the screws. We're tightening the screws on these guys. I mean, think about it. Just, just step back. Why is the economy doing so well with the highest unemployment? And, that, and that's why the matrix, or that's why the, as some would say, the deep state, or whatever term you want to use for it, yeah. um, the dismantling is happening. And that's why everybody in the deep state is starting to riot. That's right. Exactly right. And they're using the same tactics. Antifa wasn't a new tactic. It was a 1939 anti-fascista. And G. Edward Griffin back in the 60s had an amazing video talking about how the uh, communists would basically start fires in the cities and then go out into the suburbs and start fires. And they would use race riots as their cover. He did a lot of research, and he had to do that going into libraries at that time. I mean, he just didn't, like, Google it. No, he had to get on the ground, boots on the ground, real stuff, buddy. <laughs> he sure did. And uh, amazing. So we've actually take it, taken it a step further. Like, um, I did a dig on the Paysours, which is a Merovingian bloodline. Yes. And um, I asked uh, G. Edward, and I'm going to actually report to him about what I found, but basically that's where the money came from, the Paysours. And, and so, are you surprised? No. And now it's the Lee family that controls everything in China, L.I., the Lee family. Right. And so it's, uh, they're the geneticists. They, they want to give you shots. The, you know, they're the satanic hierarchy. So Rockefeller. Well, really what, what you have is you have this, this kind of a bloodline. Bloodlust. <laughs> bloodline, but, blood lu- but it's all based on their idea of this eugenics. That's correct. That's the that's, that's right. the ground zero of their whole purpose, if you will. A hundred percent. They want to engineer their lives forever. Yeah. They want to dumb you and me down. Absolutely, hundred percent. The Confucius they go, school. They want and, you to go to the Confucius school. And that's where they school. want their profitability to Common come from core. as well. Yeah, exactly right. So they'll put it all in together. They'll they'll try to vaccinate us. What do they want to do? Since we won't take the vaccines voluntarily, 
they're afraid of the tight of the economy yet because if they lay their hand out too early, everybody will riot. That's so right. So what they want to do is just release the mosquitoes, the genetically modified mosquitoes, right? Absolutely right. That's what they're doing right now in uh, Florida. Yeah, Florida. Texas. Texas, yep. And so, you know, the Lee family, do you, the, the Bill and Melinda Gates of Hell Foundation? Yes. Their executive person down there is a Lee. Lee. Again, not L-I. surprising. Tie the, tie yeah. the dot. And so, so now you together. got. So now we're talking about the virus here. Now we got Lee Labs. Lee Labs in USC. There's a Lee Labs in United uh, in in every Pen- U- Pennsylvania. Google your university yes. and put Lee L I Labs. The thousand and talents. Then, and program. then if you really study, you'll put that together with the technocracy movement. That's right. And, and, and you'll put together this idea, and you'll say, "Man, in Qtel Corp." Oh uh, yeah. Becomes the front lines of the CIA, CIA front and companies. Back us all, all in through technology. <laughs> And by the way, Sam, this is my uh, my partner in justice, Shady Groove. Shady, say hello. Hello. Nice to be here. I'm glad you all are coming around today. The real Slim Shady, please stand up. That's that him. That's him. That's the real Slim Shady. All right. So we got a show like you. You know, we're trying yes. to follow in your footsteps, uh, Patriot. That is. I've been around truth. forever, man. I'm like, I'm and like a day. an old guy on the block. Forever and a day. Do you know what? I started you don't in, look in radio old. like in the 90s. You look good. You look, that's because I don't smoke and drink. See, well, I do. That's my problem. I know. Oh. <laughs> You can quit, though, my friend. There's hope for you. There is hope. So we've been doing a show. I don't smoke and I don't drink and I have one wife and eight kids. Oh, my gosh. God bless you. Same girl, man. God bless you. And that's what it's about. That's what it needs to be about, family. And that's what they've destroyed. So my show, I say it's about God, family, country. Yeah. It's about the protecting of life, liberty, and property. Yeah. If it's constitutional, I love it. If it's not, I hate it. Boom. Boom. That's how it is. So we uh, address it. Like, we approach news and and, um, even the Q drops. If it's a fact, it's a fact, whether I like it or not. Whether I like it or not, it's a fact. And if it's a theory, it's clearly identified as such. That's why we've got so much, you know, you, you on the radio cannot be attacked with what you said because you stand in the truth. That's right. Yeah, and that's what this is about. This so is a great when does your show come out? And uh, Q drops during your yep. show a lot, right? A lot, a lot, yeah. A lot. So when does our show come out, Shady? Our show is at 1,300 hours East Coast time every day on YouTube at in the Matrix with 3 xscom or YouTube. In the Matrix with 3Xs.com is our website. That's right. That's right. And uh, by the way, there's some great uh, people here. Uh, the Gold and Silver guy. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking to him possibly. Treasure Island? Yes, yes, Treasure Island. Dave's a great guy. Seems like in a great fact, guy. In fact, he was the one that went out of the Federal Reserve knocked on the door with me yesterday. Oh, that's hilarious. We rolled in there, buddy, and knocked on the door, got my picture taken by the door. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, so we've been doing a lot of this digging, and it seems like it kind of pairs up to a lot of stuff that you have uh, learned and, and understood. Do you think, think President Trump's going to be a little more bold as time goes on? Well, did you hear him talk about Iran yesterday? Yes. <laughs> He's making progress. It just seems so He sounds slow. like you and I, though, doesn't he? Yeah, a little bit. Here's my yeah. question. After he got the corona, real or fake? The rona. The, the question becomes, will he be that much more bold now? Oh, I absolutely definitely think that that's what we're, we're looking at That's right what now. Q is kind of indicating, right? And I think the president put on a very good presentation that, it's, that this isn't something that we should all run and hide from. We should face it. And just like everything else, we're Americans, and we shouldn't be con- restricted and constricted and, and subjugated. Exactly. Oh, man, what a good time. Um, Sam, you know, b- amazing honor to meet you, sir. I mean— you know, we've when you reached out, I'm like, is this? Are you kidding me? This is Redneck Radio coming Redneck your way. Redneck Radio, I'll tell you what, we're gonna we're gonna free this country. You know, it's gonna take a lot of work, but you know what? People are waking up. I've been in this business yeah. for a long time, right? And I'm telling you right now, I've seen more people wake up in the last five years though than in the first twenty that I've been at it. You know that? Me too. And you know what? The what I saw is the first part of the. Remember when everybody started eating healthy and taking the GMO foods out? Yes. You know, regular people started joining the text enough already. You know, tea, you know the Tea Party. But it was kind of yeah. hijacked in a way. But people were starting to find out something was wrong because they were eating healthier. That, that's what I thought the start of this awakening was. Yeah, the next step, though, is we got to get them to turn off the mainstream diet of media, though. Yeah, 100%. And it's just so propagandistic. We are the news now, Sam. I, we are. You and, are the news. I'm the We're the news now. And people are coming to our cause every single day. People are waking up and understanding. They are. So here's the question. Is there going to be arrests made on a mass scale soon? 
Uh, I'm going to say yes. Shady? I would definitely say yes. You would doubly say yes. Here's why. We've got Kevin Kleinsmith, right? KC. Yep. Kevin, what's what's the 11th letter of the alphabet? KC. 11th letter. Okay. K. K. Yeah. C is the third le- letter of the alphabet. Yeah. It's going to go bottom to top, and 11-3 is a marker. KC, Kevin Kleinsmith pled guilty to treason, basically. No, they're going to let me stay out, aren't they? Yeah, they're no. Bill, you're, yeah, your days are numbered. Out. Come on, I ain't Dude, we're nothing. doing bills over here. I've been, I've been quiet for years now. <laughs> you just leave me alone. You deal with Barack. You're, you're He's the sound, one that's guilty. You sound a little muffled. It's all Barack. It's <laughs> all about Barack. All now, about he's the Barack. one that did it. Now, Barack was Hussein. the one spying. We call him Hussein. It's just crazy what's going on. Do you think they'll uh, really get Bill and Hill? There, there are 225,000 sealed indictments. Uh, us and on Q asked us to uh, take a look and... and, and map the indictments and on pacer.org uh normally there's 1500 indictments uh, a year uh, which is just standard fare which is standard now there's like what 30 times 225,000 30 times that right 200 five, about 5,000 a month since 2017 of october and when are they going to start to roll and also you know that um, a lot of people aren't noticing that there's been almost 16,000 ceo resignations since q started to drop so from the the head of the olympic committees to eric schmidt to bill gates all these people have stepped down from their positions and it's obvious to us as like they've been tracking this stuff that there's a reason they're being allowed to step away as opposed to be prosecuted all right and so when's this going to go down nobody knows the timing Nobody knows. You can't. You don't project the timing to the enemy because if we knew, they would know, right? Yeah, that's for sure. Exactly right. You know, that's a big deal with this is because if they told us when it was going to happen, then they kind of we would be telling the CIA at the same time. However, let's be realistic. We already have Ghislaine Maxwell. That was a sealed indictment. And Jeffrey, Epstein. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein was a sealed indictment. We've got other things that were sealed indictments as well. Um, you know, so we are slowly opening indictments. But when the when the seals open, it's going to the wheels of justice turn slowly. Q says. Unfortunately, fact. And then once they do get rolling, it's going to be a D5, an avalanche. A D5 avalanche is like a Cat 5 hurricane. And the snowball is rolling right now. And as that snowball keeps rolling down the hill. Yeah, and as ACDC says, it'll be Thunderstruck. Oh, I love that video with Trump and Thunderstruck. That is awesome. That's one of my favorite videos. (laughs) There you go. And the other thing is you can kind of think of a little bit Rolling Stone-esque, right? Like a Rolling Stone, yeah, like a like a what is that? I was born in, the, in a Crossfire Hurricane. Oh, the and that, and that interesting that there, that was called Crossfire Hurricane, That's wasn't right. it? Yep, that was interesting. It's going to be interesting to watch it unfold, ladies and gentlemen. Hang tight. We don't know the timing. We do have the deets, though. We have the details. We do. We break it down just for you every day. And so, what is the Matrix Triple X in the Matrix Triple X dot com? Yes, sir. That's what it is? Yeah, that's where you can find Twitter. You can find Shady. You can find me. You can find our YouTube channel. Right, so, what's Shady's real name now? Come on, Slim. Slim. There you go. Shady wants to lay undercover, though. So my real name is Shannon. Shannon. All right. Yeah, Shannon. And so basically, uh, you know, so we're going to be auditioning for a spot on this radio network right here. You are? Yeah. Oh, man. But you guys do TV, right? We can do TV. What do you want to do? I don't do TV, man. Well, you're the good-looking one. I got the face for radio. You're the good-looking one. I'm the radio guy, man. (laughs) (laughs) That way I can tell the tale of liberty in my pajamas. But we'd like to have you on our show as well. uh, We'll do it. And uh, we'd love to come back anytime you want, Whenever you want, we're ready for Loaded for Bear, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. All right, we appreciate you guys, man. Thanks so much. Give out your website again. Thank you. Uh, In the Matrix with three X's dot com. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Happy to have you along, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman live at redpillexpo.com. RedPillExpo.com. Get your tickets today. You say, wait a minute, Sam, isn't it over? Yeah, buddy, it is. You missed it in person at 
the Jekyll Island Convention Center, no doubt about it. And you missed it live on the live streams from your comfort of your own home as well. But you do have the after-the-fact on-demand option, redpillexpo.com. Spread the word, 35 bucks for the next 60 days. You can check out all the incredible speakers you'll miss, the interaction and the love and the friendship and all the camaraderie and everything we've had. But you will be able to see all the speeches online, redpillexpo.com. Tell them I sent you. All right. We've got a guest, and I don't really know his name. I'm going to call him Mr. Squared. But it's actually a French pseudonym, and I want to learn about it. Welcome, sir. Welcome. It's uh, Etienne de la Boetti Squared. And Etienne de la Boetti was a French political philosopher. He wrote in the 16th century, and he was one of the first to expose the tools and tricks that rulers use, not just to get obedience, but to get fealty and adoration out of the population. A little bit like Machiavelli, but Machiavelli was like, hire me, hire me. And Boetti is like, "Ah, these guys are jerks. All right. So this uh, philosopher back in the 1600s documented the reality of how they create the adulation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, to me, um, have you ever seen Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat? Uh, it's been a while. But right. maybe. Well, do, do you know who the king when Joseph of the Bible was around, who that was? Uh, remind me. Uh, what was that guy's name? He's a pharaoh, I think is his name. Pharaoh, right? So okay. Joseph worked for Pharaoh, oh. biblically speaking. And Pharaoh was this... Uh, Kind of, um, well, he was a king and he was a thug, but at the same time, he had all kinds of love and adulation, as you're speaking of. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason that I'm bringing up the, the Joseph of the Technicolor Dreamcoat, because it promotes uh, the Pharaohs kind of like an Elvis character. Okay. And so he's kind of like the rock star, and all the women are like, ah, the Pharaoh. And, and that's what you're talking about, right? Well, well, I'm not just talking about that, but the, the kind of the, some of the, the tools and the techniques that Boetti, you know, talked about were that the, the rulers, um, uh, in, in one case, uh, instead of you know, using the sword against the Lydians, uh, they established brothels and taverns. Yeah. And well, they, love, say, uh, they said, hey, you know, have the people enjoy them, and then the people enjoyed themselves right into slavery. And, the, and that's and exactly never had to how Pharaoh did it all. Yes. And so, they, so these are ancient techniques, and the book is, I'm a, a voluntarist. And so I don't believe in the legitimacy, the desirability, or the necessity of having a government at all. And I think that government was never designed to, to uh, uh, protect life, liberty, and property, but was always designed to rob and enslave humanity. And that everything the government does would be better done by the free market, by mutual aid societies, by private charity. Um, and I so get it. that's so, what I'm exposing in the book. So I always ask libertarians, I say, what's, what's the difference between a libertarian and an, and an anarchist? And six they always months. say, they always say this, a couple of election cycles. <laughs> I've heard it six months. So, okay. Six yeah. months, a couple of election cycles. That's right. So are do you consider yourself an anarchist? So, uh, so the word, uh, anarchy just means no rulers. That's right. And because, the, because we've got a perverted term, jettison the lie about it's going to be just craziness in the streets, but right. an anarchist in the real term, is that what you deem yourself to be? Uh, well, so the, so voluntarism is a rebranding of anarchy because the rulers, because they don't want you to know there's an option on the ru- on the menu called no rulers, yes. have used their media propaganda system to change the word for no rulers to mean chaos and dystopia. Yes. And so now they associate anarchy with everything from violence to uh, communism. It. And so uh, uh, intelligent people have kind of rebranded to voluntarism, which means that all relationships between people must be voluntary. And yeah. so, so I described it as the only ism that is fair for everybody. Nobody gets the ring of power. Nobody gets to use violence or fraud on anybody else. 
All right. And believe it or not, my buddy Ernest Hancock speaks a lot of these terms that you're talking about right now. Ernest Hancock is a buddy of mine as well. He's a great guy. He's a fantastic guy. Wonderful talk radio as well, yep. I might add. He's got a great organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know who Becky Akers is? Uh, I don't know Becky. Becky Akers is from New York. She's an anarchist or mm-hmm. a voluntarist, as you would say. Uh, and she basically uh, writes against the TSA, and she's a prolific writer. She's written a couple of uh, novels, a couple of books. One's called, um, oh, what's it called? Um, uh, Hale, Nathan Hale. She writes a book about Nathan Hale called Hailstorm. Okay. About one of the greatest patriots she considers uh, ever known. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't defend government, but he, but he defended his right to be free in his country. So it was a countryman discussion rather than a government discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he also, she also writes another book called Benedict Arnold. Uh, which starts uh, talks about the other side of the Benedict, Benedict Arnold story that mo- nobody knows. Kind of interesting. Anyway, I bring her up because I have her on my program monthly, mm-hmm. and she uh, uh, carries on uh, your train of thought quite well. Oh, excellent. Very I like, articulate. I like, I like her already. Is the reason that I'm bringing it up. Anyway, you might reach out to her and get to know her, but she is very mm-hmm. articulate, very well-spoken for uh, that general cause. I slightly disagree mm-hmm. in that I believe the proper role of government is possible. It is very hard to maintain the balance between liberty and tyranny. Mm-hmm. I believe the Founding Fathers were on a genuine quest for that. They did have traitors amongst them, mm-hmm. as we always do yep. when we seek for righteousness. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that the, that the Lord, the God Almighty, did put government on the earth uh, in its proper limited role uh, and gave guidelines for that. The problem is most abuse it, and the populace is too ignorant to stop it. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's kind of my take, and I, I advocate for the Constitution. The reason Becky and I get along so well is because we just agree that we've got to get rid of 90% of the government. As soon as we do that, we can talk about our differences. <laughs> I, I can support that as well. Yeah, so anyway, that's kind of that. I don't mean to derail from your book, but I did want to kind of set the stage so people understand where you're coming from. Now, give me the title, sir. So the title is Government, the Biggest Scam in History Exposed. And really, the thesis is, is, is the, the subtitle is How Intergenerational Organized Crime Runs the Government and the Media. And uh, the thesis of the book, it's been the government and the media working together since the, since the founding of the country, uh, where, you know, I, I, I kind of disagree a, a little bit. And I think that you had, you know, because a lot of the founding fathers weren't at the Constitutional Convention. They weren't That's invited. Right. They didn't choose to participate. It ended That's up correct. being lawyers and politicians. And so you had, uh, you know, three dozen people get together in the room and write down on a piece of paper that they alone get to make up rules for everyone and steal the wealth of others. And then they had their newspapers of the day proclaim it, that, oh, we've got a new government, and that control of perception uh, system of we're going to control what people, the news that people receive, um, continues today with the monopolization of the media. And so what I do in the book is I show uh, using media ownership charts and using uh, organizational charts how um, six companies are running hundreds and hundreds of subsidiaries uh, on the old media side uh, to control uh, perception to every channel that you turn.
Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The Even Senate worse, Judiciary Committee has formally scheduled an October 22nd vote to approve Amy Coney Barrett's nomination face. to the Supreme the Court. The move comes so after three days of hearings where Democrats tried to pin Barrett down reformed. on Obamacare, abortion rights, and other issues. While campaigning in Iowa, President Trump says the former Vice President must come clean over new reports that he was connected in his son's business dealings with a Ukrainian businessman. We've just learned through explosive documents published by a very fine newspaper, the New York Post, that Joe Biden has been blatantly lying about his involvement in his son's corrupt business dealings. First time jobless claims last week rising to 898,000. This is USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. When I first switched over, because I stopped taking the other supplements I was taking and switched over all the way to Balance of Nature, I really noticed a huge difference. It was amazing. Like better sleep, better attention, better energy. It was just really, really great. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA. You've heard me talking about my pillow for three years, folks. It's the truth. I get the best sleep of my life with a my pillow. You can do it too. 60-day money-back guarantee, 10-year warranty made in the USA. You'll sleep well or you'll get your money back. Go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener special, use my promo code USA, get two MyPillow premium pillows for the price of one, or call 1-800-951-8175. Get the best sleep of your life and do it now. While campaigning in Michigan on Wednesday, Vice President Mike Pence says there doesn't have to be a choice between supporting law enforcement and supporting people of color. I mean, this president has done both for three and a half years, and we're going to keep doing both for four more years. The vice president also saying they have no plans to defund the police and they want to ensure that every city in the United States has a law enforcement agency. Officials in Allegheny County, Pennsylvania, say a ballot mapping error resulted in almost 29,000 incorrect ballots being sent out. The county's elections division said on Wednesday that Midwest Direct, the firm that was contracted to handle the printing and mailing of the ballots, confirmed the error. It noted the issues are being addressed and new correct ballots will be sent to the post office starting today. Most of the ballots are slated to be delivered to voters next week. You're listening to USA Radio News. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. Um, you never, uh, all you see is government is legitimate, and the movies, the government is always the hero, whether it's the CIA agent or the FBI agent or the President of the United States flying fighter jets to defend the country from invading aliens. And uh, you almost never, ever hear the other side of the thing where people like me going, no, no, it's illegitimate for these, you know, these, you know, uh, you know, very good reasons. You know, you can't delegate a right. You don't have yourself. 
you can't be bound by a social contract you didn't sign and if and if if two people can't vote to rob the third and it be more you know just because they outnumber them yes they're they're documented well-known principles and as i mentioned to becky on the radio a lot and i'll say the same thing to you it's hard to say you're wrong look at look look where we are now right yep yep uh, but so, so uh, in the book, I'm so using... The reason I bring that up, yeah. though, is I fairly uh, let your side be articulated, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. You've got valid points to make, sir. I appreciate that, Sam. That's uh, gracias. All right. So in the book, continue. I don't mean to derail it. Uh, I just so- want people to know where I'm coming from, because look, uh, you know what? I, I'm not saying that your views are wrong. In fact, I think God's society will be like you're pointing out. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. I think but, God but I digress, wants freedom. Sir. Yeah, I think God, God wants freedom, and so the so the so the thing I do in the book is is I try and do a lot with visualizations and historical photos and and uh, 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 media ownership charts, so that you can actually people can actually see the historical pattern. And so, in the first part of the book, I, I break down twenty techniques that have been used by the U.S., the Nazis, the Soviet Union, and East Germany. And I explain the technique and I actually show you what it looked like in each time and place. And so whether the technique is having an artificial indoctrinated holy symbol of the flag or whether it be a social contract nobody signed or they all use the mandatory government school where they force people to go to the school where they learn that this is why we get to rob you and this is why you have to pay your taxes and this is why it's legitimate. This is how we justify our illegitimacy, I understand. And so there's 20 techniques and then you go through it and after you get to kind of the 20th technique and you realize that the U.S. is using the exact same techniques as the Nazis, the Soviets, and the East Germans, you're like, hey, wait a minute, this is a playbook. They're all using the same playbook. And but the 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 uh, uh, revelation of the repetition, you know, goes, hey, that it becomes obvious. This is artificial. This is a playbook. They're all using these same exact techniques. Roger that. Do you have a copy of the book here? I do. Give me one. I'll send it to Becky. And then I'll tell you what I want to do, sir. You ready for this? Yeah. yeah. I want to have a two-hour show with me, you, and Becky. Oh, that sounds fantastic. And we'll talk about the 20 points in detail i'd love to cover it now but we don't have two hours because we got to fly mm-hmm. but but i want to highlight this because i think you guys are on to something and i think what you have to say matters and i think most people won't even give you a chance to articulate your views because they're afraid of them mm-hmm. i am not sir uh that sounds like a plan sam what do you think of that um let's do it all right what's your website government-scam.com all right in the book government the biggest scam in history exposed Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have an incredible broadcast coming up. How'd you like the red pill? Oh, it's fantastic. A lot of my uh, uh, good friends uh, were here, um, and so and, and so the speakers were fantastic, and the people were great as well. Did you have a favorite part? What, what, what impressed you the most? Uh, uh, Del Bigtree was probably my, my favorite speaker that I saw, and he's I like good, the, work no that, yeah, the, the work that he's doing. And, um, uh, yeah, that was, that was probably the, the highlight. Tell you what my highlight was. You ready? Yeah. I don't know if you know, but this is a, a like a, a turtle refuge on this island. Did you know that? Ah, uh, no. Okay, and they turn off all the lights every night, man. At night, have you noticed how dark it is? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's because they turn off all the lights because they say it confuses the turtles. Okay. And uh, the reason I bring this up, man, is about 10 o'clock uh, at night, we ran out into the ocean, buddy. Uh-huh. And just hung out there and rode the waves in the ocean, man, at 10 at night, absolutely pitch black. So I do a, I do a, a, a conference called Anarchapulco every year. Anarchapulco? Anarchapulco. Anarchapulco. Anarchy in Acapulco. It's in Acapulco, Mexico. Okay. And, we, and I throw my foundation, the Art of Liberty Foundation, throws a, uh, a fundraiser party, and we bring almost 400 people to a turtle sanctuary uh, outside of Acapulco. Right. Okay. And uh, we, we uh, release turtles at midnight at the end of the kind of the climax of the party as we, re- as we do a turtle release where we turn off all of the lights and everything. 
thing and they come forward and there's hundreds and hundreds of people on the beach with no cell phones, no lights, anything. And we release turtles into the surf and we, you know, release them to freedom. Does Ernie go to these? Uh, yeah, Ernie's been a couple of times. All right. Yeah. Well, I got to go to one of those. Man. You absolutely. You, I think you have a good. That'll be all right. Yeah, you have a Every time I talk to Becky, though, then I, I can see the point to her. I let her know something. She goes, you're coming along, Sam. You're coming along. You're slower than a couple of election cycles, buddy, but, but you're coming along. <laughs> it's funny. But, you know, it is true that, you know what, there is a balance here. Uh, and there is a reality that, you know what, whenever you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. And, man, they're into tyranny. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, the question is, what's the best way to stop them? And Bostier, the law, wrote about it a little bit. You know, there's a balance here. And it's hard to say who's exactly right. And I guess it depends on, you know, kind of the system and circumstances that we're in on what might make the most sense uh, when, who, what, where. But I also say to Becky, too, show me an example of where you're right that's lasted for a couple of hundred years, like a constitutional republic, even with its faults. Mm-hmm. Can you find one? Yeah, so there, there's been a number of different societies in, uh, in history that have had uh, essentially no government. Uh, in Ireland, Ireland went through a period. Uh, the Vikings had a— But what eventually a, happened? Um, I, I don't know the exact way Because they that, could still be without a government, right? But something happened. Well, so what I what I think happened is that the that so it's so I the look answer at gov- is the greater force eventually changed the game. Uh, yeah, or so organized crime. Yeah. is robbing society using gubernamente, and they've been very successful, and they don't want to have examples where people show that where people can be free, and so they'll come in and they'll take you over and dominate you so that they can tax farm you using gubernamente because they can't have an example of freedom in the world. They and love so the gonna, Lord, no yeah, question. They're, they're going to take down any free, they're going to try to take down any free society. And yeah. that's straight out of Satan's playbook where they destroy choice and agency, and that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. All right, sir, we appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, I'll give, me, give my buddy a copy of the book here. We'll take a look at that. We'll get it to Becky, and then uh, take my card, email me, and we'll set it up. You got it. It shall be done. Appreciate you, sir. Godspeed. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sam. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, Liberty Roundtable Live, Red Pill Expo Live as well. It is the second day of the event, and people are everywhere. I think it's Del Bigtree on stage right now, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, he's got his high-wire broadcast uh, happening every Thursday as well. So you got to check that out. Uh, he's doing just a tremendous job. It seems like the more they try to shut him down, the bigger he gets. So you got to kind of like that. By the way, if you didn't get a chance to come to Jekyll Island with us, you absolutely missed out, and I feel sorry for you. But there is a recovery plan, ladies and gentlemen. You can go to redpillexpo.com. When you're there, all you got to do is click and sign up, and you can become a streaming member. When you do that, you'll be able to watch all the Creature from Jekyll Island Red Pill Expo events, speakers, the whole lot more. Uh, check it out, redpillexpo.com. 35 bucks, 60 days. You can watch all the speeches. It is just tremendous. All right, our next guest, Eric. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Thank you for having me. This is uh, my first interview ever, so... Ooh. Yeah, I'm All excited. Right. Well, then we'll just be Kid Glove. How's that? No, 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 no. Give me the good stuff. All Come right. on. We'll, on. Just I'm walk ready. You, we'll just walk you right in now. So it's Kaczynski, right? Correct. And you don't have a website because you're a millennial and you can't help it. Uh, okay. Actually, you're just beyond us website people is what's going on. <laughs> no, I actually is, bought a domain. I just, I just haven't uh, done anything. And what's that thing called? Sound Money Minting? Soundmoneyminting.com. All right. Nobody else can take it. I'm still paying for it. All right. Well, good for you. We've got to help you build a website now for us old farts, and then you can, you know. I actually consider myself a boomer when it comes to technology, so. Whoa. Yeah. So that means you're using modems and stuff? See, I'm a boomer. I don't even know what that really, really means. All right. But uh, I know how to work the phone. Well, that's good. Yeah. They can track you by that, you know. I, I know. I know. But you know, it is what it is. Like, All right. 
And, uh, sound money is an interesting concept. How did you learn about sound money? Did you read G. Edgar Griffin's book? Um, embarrassingly enough, no, I haven't. And I've been told this whole time I really need to. And I was actually just talking to somebody who said that I need to go to the, um, what's it called? The Jekyll Island building, the Federal Reserve. Yeah, and like, I went there the other day. Yeah. So I was told to I go there. I rolled in there, man. It was like a set up for a rich people event for sure. Yeah. The clubhouse. I went there and knocked on the Federal Reserve door, man. And nobody answered. So I sang him a song. I said, somebody's <laughs> knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. And they wouldn't let me in or anything, man. But I took my picture, said Federal Reserve, and I said, you're going down. I love it. How do you like that? I love it. I love it. And so I was told to download the audiobook, which I planned to do because I drove a 1,000 miles here. G. Edwards audiobook? Uh, yeah. It, I just It'll be a riveting story, but you'll hit the pedal to the middle. You'll be going 95 miles an hour ahead of the destination, <laughs> and you'll be intrigued till the end of the book. It's over 500 pages, but it is a riveting tale to tell, sir. Yeah, so I was told to even just listen to the prelude uh, while in that building. And that I would truly, truly appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you'll feel like the creatures rising yeah. from the Jekyll Island. You know what? We went out in the middle of the ocean, man, at like 10 p. Cool. And uh, it was actually pitch black, man. We were out there in the waves, and I just thought the creature rose in 1913. Or 1910, actually, they were on the island. 1913 is when it passed law. Mm-hmm. The color of law is what I like to call it. Because it's against the Constitution, so it can't be real law. But that's another topic altogether. That it is. I bring that up, though, because uh, in 2020, freedom's rising, my friend, from Jekyll Island. It is. I mean, that's why I came all the way down here, you know? Where'd you come from? I came from Long Island, New York. Wow. Yeah, and I drove because I did not want to wear a mask. Well, good for you. I had to wear a mask, went on the plane, fell asleep on the plane. The lady came up and woke me up and said, sir, your nose, because <laughs> my nose was sticking out. Can you believe that? I, I actually, my jaw dropped, but yeah, I actually do believe that because of the ridiculous world that we live in. I was going to reject it, then I thought I don't want to be tased, so I just minded my P's and Q's and, and got off the plane. And that's exactly why I drove down, you know. I, I figured, you know, maybe I could stand up for myself and uh, get away with not wearing a mask, but they're really cracking down, and do I really want to put myself in that position? Nah, I'll just drive her forever. So how'd you get caught up on sound money? Um, you know, I don't know. I've been, um, I've been a silver stacker for a little bit now. So, um, you know, and, and uh, I went to the Mises University summer program last year. You know they had their event right there in the Morgan Clubhouse just a day and a half ago, right? Oh, I know. I'm kicking myself for not leaving a day early. Oh, man, I went there. And, oh, was how was it? How was it? I didn't watch all the speeches and stuff, but I went in there and checked it out. It was all right, man. Good stuff. You hear Tom Woods? No. No. But I know Tom. Had him on the radio. Great cool. guy. Yeah. But, yeah, he speaks at it. There's a lot of people. Connor Boyack and many others were there. Yep. Just tremendous stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah believe it or not, Connor Boyack, I used to interview his mom. She's a, a writer also. Before, huh. before Connor got old enough, <laughs> I was interviewing his mom. It's crazy. Wow. Anyway, Connor's a great guy, though. The Mises Institute people do a phenomenal job. It's funny. They go to the uh, Morgan Center, if you will, mocking J.P. Morgan as they talk about real economy, sir. <laughs> That's awesome. you got to dig that on Jekyll Island. That's awesome. All right, awesome. so let's talk a little bit about your, your business, what you're doing, what you're putting together. Right now you don't have a website, but you're building one. You do have an Instagram, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got nothing posted yet. It's just designs available soon. Sound money minting. Okay. So when you say sound money minting, let's talk about sound money first. You're talking about constitutional currency, gold and silver, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Mainly silver because gold is super expensive. Are there going to be other metals too, copper and stuff? Um, I mean, probably little giveaway things. Because let me tell you, copper is great for like business card giveaway stuff. It's also great to kind of preview what people can do in silver. So if you have a copper one, you hand one to somebody and say, imagine getting your own silver one of these. That is very true. So it's, it's a calling card, business card technique is what they, what it is. It's certainly something to consider. All right. Now, uh, sound money minting. So do you run a mint? Do you work with a mint? How do you? Um, well, I've actually, um, I'm in 
talk with a with a, a couple of mints. I have um you know because uh, some some do easy like I don't want to say easy but laser printed where you don't actually need like an artist. You just need you need a graphic designer. Other ones they uh, they hand make the dies. Yeah. So it's actually. It's actually super interesting. Hand make the dice the way you got to go, though, my friend. I, I know, and they're and they're pricing. That's the way I want to do it too. So. so I've actually done this a few times. Huh? I've actually minted coins with what I want on them. Cool. Okay. And it's nifty. And I got a couple of mints in Utah that I've worked with and stuff like that. It isn't a cheap enterprise for sure, but it is well worth it. That is that is really cool. I might have to pick your brain later. I minted some coins with a group that we are involved in called Give Me Liberty Fund. Give Me Liberty Fund minted coins. Pretty neat stuff. Um, so tell me about how you're going to get your designs together, what the goal is. Is the goal is to educate? Um, actually, yeah. But, you know, I, I think uh, I view the world differently than uh, I think a lot of people, even here. You know, there's a lot of open-minded people here, and that's why I love to come to places like this. Mm-hmm. You know, where uh, if you say something that is considered uh, to the general public as outlandish, yeah. you know, usually get stares or people gasp. and They're like, <gasps> what do you mean? How, how could you ever say that? Yeah. And like pla- what? Give me an example. Come on, get outlandish. Let me <laughs> Uh, oh, geez. Uh, you're going to put me on the spot? All right. Like, uh, we didn't go to the moon. Oh. All right. You don't think so, huh? I, I don't. But, right. but you know. It, well, do you know, hold on a minute. Do you know the guy that was the biggest guy to prove we didn't go to the moon? Do you know who that is? I I have a figure in my head, but no. Tell me who. Uh, who did it for me? Yeah. Owen Benjamin. Owen Benjamin. All right. Comedian. Hilarious guy. Well, there's a guy who got punched. Oh, yes. By Buzz Aldrin. Do you know that guy? Yes, yes, yes. Hey, man, I've interviewed that guy in depth, in detail, for hours. Really? Do you know he's spot on? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The guy's absolutely spot on. He's for real. He's the real deal. I made friends with him. I've worked with him behind the scenes. And he's coming out with something soon that you'll be shocked about. Oh, that's so awesome. Can't tell you what it is, though. Uh, I wouldn't anyway, ask. We did not go to the moon. It's a true story. So around here, you won't get gasps. Right, right. You will get recognition and a smile of truth, though. <laughs> right. That's the whole thing. Right. Where, where, you know, people always ask, right, if you bring up something uh, unconventional, if you will. They yeah. ask, why do you think that? And I think that's it's a really good way to live life, and that's the kind of people I would like to surround myself with. Well, when people say, why do I think we didn't go to the moon, I want to say, why do you think we did? Because you saw it on TV. <laughs> Is that why? Exactly. What evidence do you have that we went to the moon? Well, I got moon rocks. Yeah, I got those in St. George, Utah. They're red rocks. Come on. Yeah. I, I, what about the petrified wood? Okay, but, I, but I want to know, why do, what evidence do you have that we went to the moon? And the answer is they come up empty. They come up with all kinds of ideas, but it isn't evidence. Right. You want to know the one I get the most? Yeah. Oh, we can. Uh, there, there's a mirror on the moon, and we can shoot a laser at it. There's a mirror on the moon? Uh, apparently. That, really? That's a given fact. How'd it get there? Uh, they, got, they put it there. Who Obviously. Uh, it's, you know, astronauts? Oh. Science people? Really? Can NASA. talk to them? Um, uh, you can try and comment on a live stream, but they might not get back to you. I see. Yeah. That's the same thing with the Red Pill Expo, though. They think we're crazy about the Federal Reserve, too. <laughs> yeah, well, these are the same people that think that you can feed poor people with a printer. You, you know, it, it's just, it, it's nonsense. It, it really is, in so my me, humble opinion. Let me ask you this. What are you going to put on your coins? Um, you know, I got a bunch of different stuff. You know, I, I, I'm being into what uh, uh, people call conspiracy theories. I don't know if you've ever heard of these things. But, so, I, I would like to put, uh, you know, a different coin with, uh, with a different way that I view life as a, as a, as a truth. And, uh, and put them out like that. For, for example, I would like to make an airship fleet where um, the, even, the, even the conventional narrative that you can, that you can Google on, uh, on Wikipedia for airships is that they, they had hot air balloons in the late 1700s. Yeah. And, and, and so, right, given that, right, uh, the, uh, that totally changes the, the entire narrative of the history that I've been taught where uh, with westward expansion, you know, and, and horse and buggies, it, it really makes me throw that into question. That uh, if there were hot air balloons in the 1700s, 
why wouldn't they just use that to expand westward instead of a horse and buggy, you know? Like, like those kind of things where um, it's something that most people have never thought about. And even though I want to make these into a coin, I'm kind of starting to think, like, okay, these are really cool, but are people even going to understand them? Maybe i got to make a little show myself and explain them. Video show, TV show? Vi- yeah, or, uh, podcast, something like that. Yeah, with uh, video, audio, the whole shebang. All right. Well, I think you got to put educational messages on the coins, right? Yeah, like taxes are immoral and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely, just like that. <laughs> cool. Or you could say, I want to talk to the moon czar. The moon czar. Yeah, because if they're going to have a government czar for everything, they've got to have a moon czar, don't they? Right? Now, I have had an RC cola and a moon pie before. But that's the closest I've ever been to the moon, buddy. Same here. All right. I want them to take me to the moon if they can. I don't. I, I'm not getting in any of their contraptions. You don't want to go? No. Their contraptions don't even leave the earth, my friend. I know that. You know that. But I, I don't trust them enough to get in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it'd be like going to Jekyll Island. Danger, put your life in your own hands. Yeah. I, yeah. I drove for like 18 hours straight. I know. You know? <laughs> all right. So tell me about sound money, then. Is it all about the value of the currency? Um, it's Is it ri- about the educational message? Um, is it about great artwork? What are we talking about? Kind of a combination of all three. You know, I, I was, I'm really inspired by uh, Chris Dwayne, who, uh, who created the Silver Shield. He makes his own art pieces that are silver coins. And it's really just the idea of, um, of well, there's autonomy and the idea of protecting yourself. Where, you know, if, if you save in silver, your, your, cur- your money will still have the same purchasing power. You, you won't be, you know, it, 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 everything's piled on top of us. Kind of like a silver eagle, silver dollar made in 2020 by the U.S. Mint uh, says one dollar on it, but it still takes thirty dollars to buy one. Is that what you're talking about? Th- uh, no, 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 no. That that, that costs fifty four dollars straight from the mint, and uh, come Tuesday, I know, they let us buy them for thirty bucks, man. They lose their shirt on. <laughs> well, they're raising the price to sixty seven next week for for an uncirculated coin. You believe wow. that? I mean, they they call it uh, brilliantly uncirculated because well, it's the in- real slim shaded dollar. Please stand up, right? Amen. I know. All right, what do you want to tell America? If we, if we watch your Instagram, what are we going to see? Um, nothing yet because not a single thing is posted. But um, You could fix that and launch something at the Expo right now. Oh, I know. I know, I know. You know what you can start out with? What? A picture of G. Edward Griffin. Yeah. I, I like that idea. Just put a picture of G. Edward Griffin, man, and say, the creature. The creature from Yeah, I'm writing that down. The creature is crumbling. The truth is rising. And you could have a picture of G. Edward, right? And then you could just tease the audience with more to follow. What do I know about marketing, right? That that very well. I'm just well. like a high-tech redneck talk show host. I don't have a clue. But <laughs> that, you know what? That's where I'd start if it were me because you could really dovetail on the red pill. I'm literally right? writing that down as we speak. That's and you genius. also could create a red pill coin too, right? Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? Yeah. You, know, you know, there are red pills. There are blue pills. Yes, but um, I, I, at this point in my life, I've, um, you know, I, I've grown up, and um, I don't like to take pills from strangers anymore. But Good work. I, that's right. I, I will say that um, – that uh, people should take the stead pill, which I, I'm currently trying to swallow myself, which is where um, you uh, you grow your own food and uh, you take care of your own, you know? Well, that's a good plan. So the homestead pill. Yeah. Stead right. pill. Red pill, stead pill. There you go. Yeah. I'm kind of into the God pill, personally. Uh, that's a good one to swallow, you know, I too. I recommend people basically, uh, you know, take the hard road. It's a hard pill to swallow to repent and change your life and follow God. It's hard to do for people, you know, but you know what? The rewards are incredible. There's no side effects to this drug, right? Yeah, you know, it, it's... There's uh, only blessings associated. I, I'm working on that myself. You the know only that? side effect is those who don't believe in God might rally against you. But other than that, you know, yeah. the great awakening shall take place. Yeah, yeah. 
for sure. All right, so are you on uh, Twitter? Do you tweet? Uh, no, no, no. I, you know, the only thing I think I'm really missing out on on Twitter is uh, Donald Trump's feed, because I'm sure it's hilarious. Just like, <laughs> but you know, it's My like, feed's better. <laughs> cool. But um, incredible headlines from Liberty Roundtable Live, man. We talk about news the networks refuse to use. We throw it down like nobody's business, sir. You know, it, it's like I view it as me like just stepping out of hell. You know, where it's going like, on Twitter. Yeah, you know, just all these time sucks. You know, well, you it, only got to follow the important people. I, I know, but it, it, the important people always retweet the stupid people, and then you get you're stuck in a spiral of, oh my god, can you believe these idiots said this? How do people yeah. think like this? You know, what's the future after Instagram? Make the damn coins. Make the coins. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, that, that's uh, that's the point of the Instagram, you know. And is the goal to sell the coins and make money? Uh, eventually, yeah. I mean, if not, I hope to just recoup what I cost, and then I have a bunch of cool coins somebody else has. So you're talking about a coin dealer with a with an agenda, and the agenda is to educate. The agenda is to entertain. Will some of it be cartoonish? Uh, yeah. Will, will it Will it be kind of emoji like and make a point? I'm actually um. I'm actually in uh, talks right now. Or a with, meme or whatever they call those yeah, things? Yeah, uh, memes. I'm exactly. so old, you know, I don't even no, know. If I you know it. Memes is spot on. Yeah. I'm actually in, in talks right now with um, at Made by Jim Bob on Instagram. He's a great uh, political, uh, uh, what do you call it, satirist? Cartoonist. Sat satirist? Yeah, we're close. Satirist? Uh -huh. We're close, we're close. Yeah. Um, Retirist? I'm just kidding. Yeah, he's got, I mean, he's got a website, madebyjimbob.com. I mean, he's got yeah. a great, I understand coffee table books now because he just has a book full of memes and I get it. Um, yeah. But um, Larry yeah, the cable yeah. guy was kind of the verbal memes guy, right? Okay. He'd yeah. be like, tell you about, hey, you got a car key stuck in your ear or whatever, and you know, like stuff. And then they kind of moved to visual memes, right? Yeah. That's, how, that's why radio turns into TV and everything else. TV killed the radio star. Except that's for what, you. That's what they say, but you know what? Here's the fascinating thing. All the radio experts are saying, while you're driving down the road, you're not watching TV, buddy. You know, as I said that, I was literally thinking that, too. And when you too. went to the moon, you weren't watching TV either. Oh, amen. Ain't that the truth? That's trip. for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. All right, sir, what do you want to tell America? Um, that really, like, look around, you know? Like, if, uh, ha ha like, breathe air. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, stuttering because it, it, it's tough to exactly tell people, you know. Are you a breath breatharian? Do you know what that is? A breatharian. Yeah. I, I am now. I recently converted. Do you know what that is, for real? You know, you, know, you got uh, people that don't eat meat. What are they called? Uh, vegetarian. Yeah, people that don't eat anything are called breatharians. They live on the air, buddy. Whoa. They claim they can pull the nutrients out of the air. You know, I, I actually ha have heard something about, um, um, this is way, way, way out there, but theoretically, you, uh, the sun, the something about yeah, the, the sun and being able to sun. take the energy of the sun and have it nourish you. I don't know too much life. about that. but Well, the Son of God does provide true water. That's true. But I'm telling you right now, those who believe they can just live off the air, live off the sun, I'm just telling them they need to realize that there is the thing called mortality. <laughs> right? Well, I'm sure they'll figure it out sooner or later. And you've got to kind of compare it to those guys that say they went to the moon. They're nuts. <laughs> but we can come back and advocate for sound money, right? That, yeah, Because exactly. really, here's the thing. If you, if you don't have honest money, so in the Bible it's called, it's called honest weights and measures, right? Hmm. Sound money is honest weights and measures is what it's called in the Bible. Okay. Anyway, I bring this up because if you can't have honesty in your money, in your medium of exchange, can there be honesty in anything, sir? No. No. I, I do you, how do you get anything done if everything is based off of a lie? In fact, I got a buddy. His name is Pat Shannon. He wrote a book called Everything They Ever Told Me Was a Lie. Huh. You got to read that since you got so long to go. You could read both books. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, sir. Final word. 
Um, final word. Um, you know, uh, I really just advocate getting outside, breathing air, and um, hugging your neighbors and stop being so scared all the time. You gotta tell people where to go on Instagram. Oh, right. Yeah. At, um, I'm not used to plugs. So that's at Sound Money Minting, no spaces. Um, and yeah, let's. Uh, I hope to. I hope to do great things. And but you gotta say the website and the and the opportunity to buy coins are coming soon. Right. So. Um, <coughs> Soundbunnyminting.com. Uh, yeah, you can. Uh, new designs will uh, surely be released soon at soundmoneyminting.com. Um, and please go ahead and follow at soundmoneyminting on Instagram. I am not currently on the book of faces, but once uh, I make a coin or two, we will certainly be on there. All right. Everybody knows I'm a blind talk show host because I'm going to start blind book pretty soon. There will be no photos. Just saying. <laughs> right. Thank there you there so are going to be 3D, though. For your first. There you go. All touch. Yep. By the way, um, your first interview, you did just find some. Well, thank you very You'll be much. All right. I'm, uh, I, I'm really feeling the love. I really am. So thank you for having me on. And you heard it first on the Roundtable Live.